merely my mom um, was having surgery and literally I felt like I need to come home to be there and support her. And um, as a result of that and being here, just talking to people and knowing about Rochester growing up here and understanding that we are a cultural hub, I said, let me capitalize on this and talk to the, the community and see if there's an interest, if they'd be interested in my projects back in Ghana. Well, let's talk about how you got to Ghana, and then we'll talk sure. about your projects. Awesome. How did you go from Rochester to Ghana? How did your life take you in that direction? Oh, do you have a couple of hours? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an interesting story. I ended up meeting my husband in graduate school in London, and... He kept telling me how great Ghana was, and I said, mm, okay, I like London right now. But we just happened to work it out where I ended up going. I was supposed to go for one year. Seven and a half years later, I'm still living in Ghana. So, Well, there was just a story, a big story in the New York Times this weekend about Ghana being one of the world's fastest-growing economies right now. It truly is. I mean, the people are just coming in droves. It's so beautiful and it's one of those unexpected treasures. And so for me, I'm I'm like an advocate now. I'm telling people if you want something new, you want to see rich culture, awesome food, great people and it's it's very international. You have people from all over the world there come to Ghana. Well, including awesome. you. So you grew up here, and yes. then you lived in London. So you're a world citizen now living yeah. in Ghana. What was your experience like as a classical musician moving to Ghana? As a classical musician, it was it was interesting because most of my my gigs, per se, were for expats, for dignitaries. You know, they would have their private parties, and they would call me and ask, oh, can you sing this for that? And I'm Sure, fine. But then I also realized there was a demographic of Ghanaians who also were absolutely amazing. They weren't getting that same sort of love. So I saw the niche market and I said something, you know, I'd like to bring bridge that gap and allow people to know these young people are there and they love to sing it just like I do. So you're talking about education programs or training programs? Um, a combination. I mean, so one of the organizations I'm working with is the Music Therapy Association of Ghana training young young people to be music therapists most of them i mean if you if you hear some of their voices you your jaw would drop if you close your eyes you wouldn't think that you're in africa or you're t- listening to a ghanaian stunning well trained they're getting the same training that they would here in the western world and 9 times out of 10 they are being trained here and then they just choose to go back home um and so that's the educational portion of it but for the other side it's really some people, like the conversation we had earlier, I know a young man had no idea that he can sing classical music. One day he was challenged, he opened his mouth, and he's the most amazing baritone I've ever heard in my life. And so he's one of my singers that I'll have for this event, and I want to promote people like that, give them the chance, give them the world stage, just like I've had the opportunity to sing abroad and meet amazing people why not them as well? So what you're doing, you're hoping to use the power of art to kind of leverage economic correct. development yes. for people that are in need. Yes, That's correct. amazing. Yes. Yeah. Where does that fire to be helpful come from? I mean, when you look back at your early days, you know, growing up, your mom, mm. uh, your music teachers, you know, it, it, have you always been someone who's kind of uh, entrepreneurial and artistic at the same time? Very much so. I, Brenda, I grew up Brockport, New York. Yay, Brockport class of 95. <laughs> and um, 
I've had that village here in the Brockport, Rochester area that have always supported my initiative. Whenever I would perform, I mean, my high school music teacher, Mary Ellen Giese, I'm giving you a shout out. Um, she's been instrumental in my development as a musician. I mean, when I was growing up, I'm coming from Rochester from the inner city and we moved to Brockport. I didn't know anything about classical music. Do you understand? So I'm in her office and I'm having a voice lesson and I'm being trained in this music and she's helping me understand that I have that quality. I had no idea. So it was people like that that were key and instrumental. I see them giving back and, and, and investing in me. So I said, as I grew up, it became a part of me that I need to do the same thing. So I've made it my life mission and whatever I do, volunteering with organizations, working with young people, the same way I had that village, I do my best to do the same thing and helping as well, literally in the village in Ghana in the Volta region. I go and I sing with the kids. I walk around with them. They tell me stories. I'm Auntie Vero when they see me coming and we hold hands and they tell me stories and they call me. Auntie Vero, how are you today? So it means something to me. It's more than just, oh, I want to volunteer today. No, I was blessed to have a great foundation, a great village, a great community who supported me, who whenever I performed or had an audition or whatever, they came out in droves. And so I just feel like I need to do the same thing for someone else's child. That's fantastic. Do you have an early memory of those lessons with Mary Ellen Giese, you know, that oh kind of stuck goodness. with you, something that she said to you? Or uh, like she, you know what? Moment? She, I mean, to, the day, to this day, she's my friend. And she has taught me, she's instilled so much in me and my, my young musical career. She's done things that she doesn't know that I've not done, that she's done to support me, but I know it was her. Um, she just always encouraged me. I mean... I, you just you can't get any better than that. And I know for myself that there, I'm not the only one that she did that for. There was a whole group of us that she really pushed and she saw something in us. And so she pushed us. And I'll be honest with you, I was a teenager and I was like, you know what? Um, I'd rather just be hanging out with my friends right now. But because of her, you know, pushing me and saying, you can do this. I need you to learn this. I need you to memorize this. It, that was how I ended up going to college. That's how I ended up getting a voice scholarship. That's how I was able to travel. You know, my first experiences was traveling were through Brockport High School. We had the program where every two years we'd go on our New York City trip. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. That's when I said, oh, my gosh, there's a whole world out here. I'm ready. I'm ready to go and hang out, you know. So she's she's been instrumental in so many different ways, and there have been others as well. But as far as my music foundation, she was key. She was key. And just her presence in itself. She's dynamic. She's dynamic. What is your daily life like in Ghana? <laughs> I'm a mommy first. <laughs> <laughs> so my daily life, um, I'm pushing people out the door to get started with their day. And I'm a consultant. So I work with small businesses, um, business development, and just helping them understand what it is that they want to do to get from point A to point B with their business. So I, I have to follow up with folks or meetings, conferences, what have you. I do motivational speaking. I do trainings. So it really just depends. It changes from day to day. Um, on top of my performing, I have several performances here and there. So I stay busy. Coming to Rochester actually has been a little bit of a break for me. <laughs> I actually get to sleep a little bit. It's been nice. How old are your children, may I ask? Three going on 30 and <laughs> 11 going on 25. So they kind of balance each other out. Yes, my three-year-old, she's already, whenever I perform, I actually have to keep her 
in the back because she likes to come on stage and she likes to take the microphone from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, and my 11-year-old, she's dynamic. My my 11-year-old is Katie. My 3-year-old is Christina. And they keep me busy, Brenda. Busy. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, this sounds like a 3-year-old. Nothing yeah. like a 3-year-old to keep you on your toes. On our toes. She runs our house. That's just <laughs> it. So, yeah. What's been the reaction to your friends and family in your village here in western New York to your plans in Ghana to, you know, help spread the wealth of classical music mm-hmm. there? In all honesty, I like I said, this was not planned. So people are so drawn by the fact that I'm doing this and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I wasn't expecting the reaction. I literally have people turning stones to try to help me, you know, with meetings with certain individuals who are key players in the music industry here in, in Rochester um, and the arts in general. Because they see they see the passion, I guess. They see my passion and they see what I'm trying to do. And because, let's face it, in some way, shape, or form, these two organizations affect us in some way, shape, or form. I mean, young mothers all across the world, that's, that's something that needs to be addressed. And the fact that this is doing it and we're doing it through the arts, through music, people are really drawn by that and, and are excited for me. And I'm getting little messages, yes, go, you can do it, you can do it. And that's my motivation right now and knowing that I'm making a difference at the end of the day. But I'm getting a serious, serious um, people are really showing me love and I'm so appreciative. Thank you, Rochester, (laughs) for showing me love and making me feel like my my work is not in vain and that it will will be very successful. I know that it will. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm trying to help people appreciate what what, um, these young folks are going through and also help. You know, because although it's NECA Foundation, you also have the Music Therapy Association, which is helping people with special needs. I mean, does it get any better than that? For me, it's killing two birds with one stone. I do have um, a GoFundMe that we've started, and um, it's a campaign. We're trying to raise the money for these events. Mm -hmm. Um, There's quite a bit of money that they need, and for anyone who's interested, donating, being a part, sponsoring, what have you, please feel free to reach out to me. My contact details are there. And I thank you all again for for tuning in and listening. I'm excited. And I hope that I've put a little bit of excitement in you as well. So thank you very much.